All right, so just had Bob the Chance on the show of Riva Global, and this was just a, a ton of fun. So Bob played professional hockey, and that was after he won the national championship for college hockey. How incredible is that? At the age of 30, after he was done with hockey, he transitioned into real estate and has now done over 700 transactions. And he found that there was this, this missing gap here where he was spending all his time on income producing and non-income producing activities. And he said, there, there's gotta be another way, right? Because I need my time back so I can really focus on what's important. And he started Reva Global, which is a company that helps other real estate professionals use virtual assistants to really empower themselves to really expand their company going forward. So Bob's a nationally recognized speaker. He's a mentor, a trainer who specializes in helping customers build their businesses through automation and outsourcing. He owns four businesses, started one of the nation's leading real estate coaching programs. Um, he's up in Bristol, Connecticut, so not far from us. We talked a little bit about the power being out. As he said, 1995 national championship at Boston University for hockey. Uh, played, of course, in Europe and professionally here uh, for hockey. And at 30, he did leave the real estate hockey world to move, um, the, not real estate hockey world, the hockey world to move into real estate. Check out all the things we covered today. You're really gonna get a ton about just how to just make the best use of your business. And if you wanna implement VAs, this would be a talk you have to listen to. Enjoy. So, hey, Bob, how you doing? Very good. How you doing today? Very good. And so Bob and I are not far away from each other. So we both um, how, had our issues with power in the last week. <laughs> so we're happy to be here today back to the world of uh, communicating and not being in the dark. So, Bob, I mean, you have a lot you've done and, and just and still such a young age from uh, really national championships, hockey, going um, pro, you know, playing here, playing international, starting doing hundreds of flips and then now transferring over to Riva Global where you're actually uh, setting up shops, helping people really find virtual assistants that can really scale their businesses. Um, how have you always looked at opportunity? Because at this point, you've had so much that you do at an early age and then you now step into real estate and then you continue to transition going forward. Um, what's been some of the biggest learning lessons you've taken away to continue to, to look at the opportunities as they come? Yeah, you know, it's funny. A great question, too. You, you look at opportunities. Opportunities take time. So I, I look at, um, you know, if you get any type of opportunity, it starts somewhere. It starts first. If you really look back at it, it starts with some sort of action that you take along the way in doing things for the right reason um, and doing things, I think, honest, ethically, um, are extremely important. So you look at the individuals in, in the end that end up getting opportunities. If you're you know, taking advantage of people up front, you're not gonna get opportunities in the end. And this starts literally when you first join business, whatever that business, it's real estate investing, if it's anything else, if it's um, you know, whatever type of business you're in, it all has to start somewhere. So I think it's really, really important. Um, when you take an action today, you have to look at you know, not only what's happening right now, but into the future as well. Yeah, and that's right. And, I, and sometimes I think that 
we don't set the narrative far enough, right? Because we don't realize that our first step is leading to our ultimate journey of where we're going. And when you, when you look at what you've done, uh, you know, part of your real estate career, I'm sure as you you, you get out of hockey and you start doing flips that you, you, you maybe didn't have in your mind, you're going to start this virtual assistance business into the future there. What, what was it that set the narrative like this is such a a need for people. Everyone is so caught in their own business that they're forgetting how to just really make it a business itself. Yep. You know, when I first started flipping properties, um, there's always the same thing that comes up. You know, you only have so much time to do certain things. You only have, you know, so much um, efficiency in your business or ability to scale in your business. You know, we live here, uh, East Coast, everything East Coast costs a lot of money. Right. If you're going to bring on an employee, it's going to cost you a ton of money. You know, national average right now, if you bring on someone that has a four-year college degree, is about anywhere between forty-eight to fifty-one thousand dollars a year. So, for any small business to be able to uh, bring someone on and do that, it's sometimes unaffordable. So, if you start looking at that, there's always you know you have to look at other ways to uh, be able to scale, be able to become efficient, and get your time back. I see you know. You and I both have kids, have kids, right? So we want to make sure that we um, spend time with our family growing up when our kids are younger. So um, that's something that I look forward and look to um, throughout my career. So when I started investing, I always noticed those three things were a pain point for me. Uh, so you fast forward to 2014. So I started investing in 2004. Fast forward to 2000. Well, 13, I got introduced to what virtual assistants were and how it could help me in my own business. Um, so 2014 hit, uh, I started my first company uh, because it was a need in my own business and in other real estate investors' businesses. I'm part of you know, different types of organizations, whether they're masterminds or coaching programs um, nationwide. And all the same pain points that I had in my business, they had. So I figured I would uh, you know, launch my first company. So looking at the team environment that you were surrounded with through all your years of hockey and through everything there, how has that now formatted, formatted having that experience into what you present today with VAs? You know, everything, you made up a great point too, everything that we do has to do with teams. You know, you're only as good as your team members. There's not only, you know, you look at any type of sport, right? Whether it's football, baseball, basketball, hockey, it doesn't matter. You can't have one person on the team that's gonna win a championship. It takes all of the other individuals. Maybe they're not in the newspaper, right? But it takes a team to win a championship. You know, even if it's tennis, you have coaches behind the scenes that don't get credit, but you know, you have the tennis players that are winning it. It does take the team to actually do it. And so, you know, if you trickle that down in the business, um, when I started my virtual assistant company, a virtual assistant is somebody that is part of your team, right? I mean, we're in a, we're in a virtual world now. You're, you know, you're in New Hampshire, I'm in Connecticut. Um, you know, we could be business partners if we wanted to, because now we have, you know, we have to be able to work with each other over the phone. And think about this, 90% of everything that we do is either over the phone or over the computer. So we don't have to be sitting in the same office anymore. Yeah, exactly right. And when when people do find that need and say, Bob, you know, I, I'm just drowning because I'm doing so much work. What's your suggestion of the best first use of bringing on a virtual assistant? Yeah, you know, I always look at every business is, is pretty interesting. It's a lot of it's the same. You have income producing tasks and non income producing tasks, no matter what type of business is. So I just I do a very simple example. Tell them to grab a, a plain piece of paper and write down a line right in the middle and put income producing tasks, non-income producing tasks. 
And what are the tasks that don't make you money today? So as an example, anything online, if you're posting on social media, that doesn't put money in your pocket today. Scraping mm. leads, text messaging, calling, that takes time. So that's the stuff that we offshore, that are offshore and outsource and allow somebody to do that consistently. Because we know in our busy schedule, think about this, if we know we have to make 100 calls a day as an example, you know, and then one of your buddies calls you and say, hey, you know what? Um, you want to play golf today. Guess what? Those 100 calls don't get done, right? So those, that's just an example of things because we know in our businesses, if they don't consistently get done, you know, you're not going to be business too long. Yeah, exactly right. And when you when you look at the experience with VAs, um, wh what did you learn as starting up the, uh, some of the businesses uh, at some of the things that you need to implement on the front side to make the user experience great for the company? Yeah, you know, for us as a company, so we do something that's pretty unique. We find the virtual assistants, we train them, we place them with you for the perfect match. And we also have a whole management team that manages the relationship between yourself and our virtual assistant team. And they consistently do QA, which is, uh, um, they listen to calls and make sure that they're uh, hitting the numbers and, and the expectations that you want as a, as a client. When you, uh, do you focus primarily on real estate professionals with your virtual assistants? Yeah, so we just give you a quick two second overview. We also have, um, we service uh, a lot of attorneys. We service a lot of agents, real estate agents, uh, mortgage brokers, uh, property managers, and obviously real estate investors. And then we have a side company uh, that we work with medical professionals. So Interesting. You know, insurance verifications, things like that, working with doctors and medical offices. Awesome. Do you use lead generation uh, for through virtual assistants for, for, do you see a lot of real estate professionals use them for lead generation? Oh, absolutely. So, you know, you look at it, you got, you know, think about this in, in you, when you um, put your real estate, yeah, it doesn't matter if it's agents, if it's investors, it doesn't really matter. So when you're looking to acquire properties, you have to build lists, you know, get lists somewhere. You have to skip tracing the fine phone numbers, and then you have to market. So it's types of marketing are text messaging. We have a very, very good feedback here. We work with a text message platform called Launch Control and we train our virtual assistants. Uh, we call them remote lead managers on that text message platform. Uh, we also do a lot of cold calling, um, a lot of direct mail. When the direct mail comes in, we have our virtual assistants answer those phone calls, engage seller motivation, and then hand it off to either myself or my business partner here on the real estate investing side. Interesting. So you take them this part of um, just gauging that interest and when the interest is high, then it jumps over to you guys and you guys do what you do best right there. Correct. Correct. And it's a lot of heavy lifting. You know, like I said before, it has to be consistently done. You know, real estate investing, it's a long-term game, right? Yes. And there's a lot of competition in my area. I'm assuming in your area as well. So you look at the most successful individuals. Those are the ones that consistently do things every single day. Where do you see the need going for virtual assistants in the future? You know what? Um, I think it's it's a huge need because just the cost savings alone, absolutely huge. Um, and everyone being very, very open to working virtually with individuals that aren't in their office. I think that's a, you know, you look at some of these uh, real estate companies like EXP as an example. They're at, now they all have virtual cloud-based offices. So they don't, you don't have to go into an office anymore. Right. So that's really where the world is going. Same thing with, um, with virtual assistants who work with them. It doesn't, they don't need to be here. They could be in anywhere in the world. 
Interesting. Yeah, my wife's with uh, EXP and she transitioned from Keller Williams and it was uh, yep. an experience at first, but you know, you adapt pretty quickly, right? Because it's just Correct. the direction everything else is going. And so yep. it just, it's that um, you see a lot when the pandemic caused a shutdown that a lot of things moved to virtual showings and you heard it, that will never work. And then, well, that's what you can do. So now it works, right? So it's just the implementation <laughs> of that process that it goes. So what's, uh, what's the favorite memory you have from uh, playing hockey? Probably, well, a couple, uh, getting drafted and probably winning a national championship. Those are two uh, really cool times in my life. Yeah, what uh, what was the first call you made after you got drafted? Uh, well, my whole family was there, so it was, there was no calls to be made. They, everyone was, it was up in Montreal, so it was a pretty cool time. We had a, a great time up there. Wow, when you, your yeah. first day stepping onto the ice for practice uh, as a professional, what, what, what were some of the thoughts you went through your mind? You know, it was funny, so my first, uh, never forget this i took him so in college you have a mask on so you have a full face shield mask on and when when i signed in pro now a lot of people wear half shields i think it's actually mandatory to wear them uh at that time it was not mandatory so taking the mask off and skating around my first pro shift actually i got a a shot right right here right between the eyes so that was another memory actually i should say another yeah Wow, yeah. welcome to the big leagues, right? <laughs> so, my, my, fir- my first call after that was to my my girlfriend, who is now my wife. So that was my first call after that one. Dude, that's incredible. Yeah. Well, I've enjoyed this. For people that want to learn more about Reva Global, learn more about you, what's the best way to connect? Absolutely. You could check out our website at revaglobal.com, R-E-V-A global.com, or my email, bob at revaglobal.com. Bob, this is awesome. Thank you so much for your time. Appreciate you taking the time to come on today. Absolutely. Have a great day. Thanks for inviting me. Thank you. All right. Bye now. Bye. Join us for your second cup of coffee every Monday through Friday at noon. Live every day bringing us our best content we've done so far. Super excited, super engaging, bunch of great guests. We're here to answer your questions and we so appreciate you listening. Make sure to check this out. Can't wait to see you.